Hello, and welcome to TP's Music Talk Podcast. My name is Ryan Ford. And I'm Nick Replinger. And you can find us at our website, tpmusictalkpod.wordpress.com. And you can also find us at anchor.fm forward slash tpmusictalkpodcast and other major podcasting platforms by searching for TP's Music Talk Podcast. You can find us on other social media as well, like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Tumblr, and others by searching for TP Music Talk Podcast or for TP Music Talk Pod on Twitter. Just look for our logo. And you can also email us at tpmusictalkpodcast at gmail.com. We also have shared playlists on Apple Music and Spotify that you can check out by searching TP's Music Talk Podcast as well. And don't forget to click the link in the description and leave us a voice message on Anchor. And feel free to leave us a message or a review anywhere you're listening. It really helps us out. And don't forget, donations are always appreciated. You can find a link to donate in the description of any of our episodes. No part of our show can be reproduced without permission or written consent. iEngraveStuff.com is a local engraving service based in Linden, Utah. If you want an amazing engraving done on one of your personal belongings, get in touch with one of their specialists today. You might meet McKay, who is one of the main brains of the operation. He's also one of our close friends and the drummer of Nick's band, Blix10. Follow their Instagram page to stay in touch with the latest news for iEngraveStuff. And be sure to type in TP10 in all caps in the promo code box when you're shopping online at their store. I really enjoy their work. They make engraving look easy when it actually has quite a few factors that come into play. Many things can switch and cause a problem, but the pyros that I engrave stuff have it down to a science. They are continually improving their craft, which has been cool to see. If you want in on this action, look up I engrave stuff on Instagram, Facebook, and iengravestuff.com. Yep, that's the letter. I. And then engrave. And then stuff. iengravestuff.com. Hey, welcome back to Transmitter. I'm Ryan Ford. And I'm Nick Replinger, and we're excited to have you guys back for another episode. Today's episode, we're, we're going to be focusing on a song that we consider to be the top of the new metal era, and that would be System of a Down's Chop Suey. I'm really excited to talk about this today. I think to start off, I don't want to get too much into the band, but we should probably tell our audience a little bit about System of a Down and who they are, what they're about, just to kind of get us started. The name, System of a Down, the band's name, comes from a poem that was written by Darren Malakian. Darren Malakian is the guitarist of the band, and the name of the poem is Victims of a Down. The poem is kind of dark and morbid, but it does kind of sum up what I think the band is all about. So I get why they named the band after the poem. To kind of start things off with the poem, it says, As the century nears its formidable end, our global experience of universal proportions, predicted by many greats, will arrive at our solar system, to our system of a down. And it goes on to kind of explain that like authoritarian oppression and like family abuse, depression, economic devastation, there's all of these things that are kind of causing society's downfall. And it, I mean, this is just my opinion of what it means. Um, yeah, but I definitely think that it's Darren Malakian's, his own personal political views of how, well, I guess also it could be cultural or even religious views of how the world and the state that it's in today. At the very end, he talks about how the hand has five fingers capable and powerful with the ability to destroy as well as create. So he's kind of, at the end, he's talking about, you know, 
all these horrible things are going on on this planet, but we have the ability to make a difference. And at the very last line, he says, open your eyes, open your mouths, close your hands and make a fist saying, get up and do something about it. Yeah, and so, and that's kind of what the band writes their music about. There's a lot of those type of themes throughout all of their albums and songs. But I mean, we're here today to talk about Chop Suey, which is a very deep and meaningful song. It's actually a lot deeper than people think. I guess another thing we need to start with as well is uh, System of a Down has some Armenian influences. Uh, Yeah, they're all Armenian Americans, and I believe most of them are from California, but they, of course their families come from Armenia, and so a lot of their music has the influences of Armenian folk music, but then it also has that twist of that new metal western sound that you definitely hear, but then I think that's what makes them stand out because it has those weird and unique rhythms that come from Armenia. Yeah, and that's what makes them new metal too. They they do a lot of genre mixing, they have you know that very rhythmic sound, and they were doing things at the time when new metal was prevalent that a lot of other new metal bands didn't. They were very experimental, but it worked out really well and was in their favor. They also were around at a very politically supercharged time between, you know, the East and the West. Yeah, because I believe that the album that this song is on came out, I believe it was a year or so after 9-11? I think it actually came out in 2001. Um, oh, really? So during the, that time of that supercharged era? Yeah. And so, I mean, it was kind of a culmination of a lot of different things. I mean, you had the Twin Towers, that whole tragic situation with the Twin Towers falling. Um, and then, of course, the United States already having a presence in the Middle East starting back in the 90s with Desert Storm and, and how we haven't really left ever since. Yeah. But getting more back into the song, they, the only reason we're giving you this information is you know so you know a little bit about the band and where they came from yeah because you know the band they're you know they definitely have their i would say when they sing a lot of their music they have their own political views meshed into like a lot of other popular bands do yeah like rage against the machine that would be a a great example or green day green day yeah but the song it originally was titled suicide and they actually changed it to Chop Suey because they wanted it to have a more mainstream appeal. It was the first single off of the record, Toxicity. And I mean, if it had if it had been named Suicide, it probably wouldn't have gone over as well. <laughs> yeah. Plus, also, I think the name Chop Suey it's a lot more creative about what the topic is about. Well, you know, which is about suicide, but also it's not just about suicide, but I, it's also about how cultural differences between obviously their personal um, beliefs and views and cultural views about death and suicide compared to the West and how they differ very greatly because chop suey is made of all kinds of different ingredients of what's like leftovers. I guess you could say it's got cabbage, rice, and whatever else that they put into it. And that's what makes up chop sueys. It's just a bunch of different ingredients. And so you could say it has the mixed views of the geopolitical views of suicide and how different cultures can look at it. Yeah, I, I like how you put that because chop suey is one of those dishes that just kind of has a lot of different things in it and you know chop suey the song eight one and system of down the band it's kind of a big cultural mixing pot but yeah so what would you say to you ryan growing up listening to the song and then 
what would you say would your interpretation be on the song be? When I first heard this song, I had no idea that it was as deep and, and meaningful as it actually is. I mean, it touches on so much. It, it touches on, it, you know, suicide. It touches on politics. It, it touches on abuse. When I first heard it, I just thought that it was an amazing song that really caught my interest. Like, you have that melodic chorus that is has so much emotion behind it, and then you've got the quick verses from Surge, and it's just really amazing. I don't know. It, when do you first remember hearing it? Um, I don't remember really the first time I heard it. I just remember the first time I realized that the song was really popular. I remember I was on some bus, someone was throwing a big surprise party for somebody and I was just invited to it. And so I went and a bunch of my other friends were going too. So I was like, oh yeah, it'd be a fun night out. And someone hooked up their iPod. They decided to play this song that was going on. Everybody was just like, wake up. But of course, no one knew what he was saying because he's talking in so fast and so rhythmic. This other was like, da 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 shake up. And that just means like, oh yeah, the, everybody knows this song. Everybody loves this song. And then everybody starts chiming in on the slow melodic chorus as you were talking about. That's just the first time I really remember hearing the song and it having an impression on me because I don't remember much of that night other than just everybody's like, oh, everybody knows this song and, and that they're singing along to it. Yeah, and it definitely was very popular. I, I mean, there's a reason we're talking about it and the reason that it's kind of the pinnacle of, you know, new metal and that, that kind of sound and genre. And, and getting into the lyrics here just a bit, we, we've got them pulled up here. We, we know them by heart, but just so we can make sure we've got it correct. You know, it says, wake up, grab a brush and put a little makeup, you know, hide the scars to fade away the shakeup. In those lines, it's almost like it's talking about, you know, some sort of abuse that's going on. But if if you get into the lyrics a little deeper, it really says a lot more. Why don't we talk about that one user in song meanings? It, we, we looked up, because there's this website, Song Meanings, where people can write what they think a song means. Yeah, and I love using this website because I can have my own interpretations of what a song means. And sometimes artists even write songs where they don't have a specific one meaning what the song is about. They leave it up to what the listener decides is the song is about. And so I love to look up songs just to see the lyrics and also to see what the, I guess, the opinions of other people. And when I was looking at all these different opinions, a lot of people seem to think, at least from what I saw on songmeanings.com, that it that they're attacking just Christianity in general. But I personally disagree with that. And a few other people agree that it's not just an attack on Christianity because a lot of people think that it's the attack on it because there are some lines from the Bible where Jesus is, is in the Garden of Gethsemane saying, Father, why is thou forsaken me? You know, those, those famous words from when he was suffering. Anyways, there's this one user, I hope I pronounce it correctly. We just want to credit him that this is his interpretation and that we're not taking it for our own credit or anything like that. But it's falls through the alarm and he says to me the song is about someone who really wants to kill themselves but everyone around the person doesn't understand why the song this is going to be lengthy but bear with me in their life they grab a brush and put a little makeup on and hide the scars and fade away the shakeup so everyone else doesn't see how depressed slash traumatized the person really is then the verse repeats, you wanted to on the end of each line. To me, this symbolizes everyone else blaming the person for not taking control of his or her life. And why'd you leave the keys up on the table you wanted to? The keys symbolize the tool to control the person's life, and he she just left it out for anyone to take. As in, you wanted to hide the scars, you couldn't even take control of what's happening in your own life. In the pre-chorus sections, we hear, I don't think you trusted my self-righteous suicide. The change in tempo and new instruments 
and symbolizes that another person is talking. It's the suicidal person trying to explain that he or she has had enough and that it would be best to end their life. Yeah, so I mean, that's, I, I feel like that is a pretty good explanation of what it could be about. I, and I would only add to that, uh, it, you know, going back to the whole uh, hatred towards the Christian religion, I, I don't necessarily think that it's that, but I think that whoever is writing the lyrics, you know, you can definitely tell that he has some resentment towards God because he basically is saying, you know, Father, why have you forsaken me? You know, why are you allowing these bad things to happen to me? And I feel like that plays a crucial role and, and it's part of what makes the chorus so emotional and so gripping. But uh, yeah, why, why don't you uh, kind of go a little bit more into depth, Nick, about what you think that user meant and... Yeah, so definitely, I mean, it's pretty clear what I think what he's trying to say, that it's about, you know, a person who is is depressed or suicidal and they want to end it all, but they just want to put the responsibility on someone else and how people don't really understand because they're not necessarily going through it themselves. Because later on, you know, there's that line in the chorus where he says, I cry when angels deserve to die. And a lot of people are like, well, what does that even really mean? To me personally, what that means is that there because of the different views you know that a culture a religion a country can have on on death and suicide and any anything pretty controversial like that around the world because lots of people do have different views on that for me personally is that what they're trying to get across is that you know somebody could be watching the news and they see that a drug dealer was shot down by the police and someone who's watching this says, oh, well, he deserved that. That's a good thing, but not necessarily to the person who was maybe the father or the mother of that, of that drug dealer. I'm sure they would be very sad to hear that their child was shot down by the police, that they even got involved with drugs or something like that. Because everybody, when they're born, when you see a brand new baby, they have that innocence in them. And, and in Christianity, they, they call it you know, the light of Christ. That everybody is inherently good. It's just that you know, we go through life and there's lots of terrible things that happen to us and that it can definitely change us or we go, go wrong, down the wrong path. And so he's, I think what he's trying to say is that it's very sad no matter what, even if you think someone deserves it, we don't know what happened with them. We don't know what's going on in their life that got them down that. So we should be sad that they ended up that way because everybody has done something wrong, but not necessarily Maybe they didn't want to that. They just got in the, in the wrong circumstance or situation or or maybe it was a choice. You, you never know. You just can't judge that kind of thing. Yeah, like in a way, it's almost insinuating that, you know, like don't judge a book by its cover, you know, because depending on, you know, to, to one person's perspective, someone might deserve death, but there are so many different ways you can look at a situation or at a person. And it's, it's interesting that this song kind of tells such a... It, it tells so much without saying really anything at all. And that's why it's a song that you can really jam out to and enjoy. But if you're one of those people that likes looking at lyrics and finding a deeper meaning in things, you know, this is a, a great song in that perspective as well. And one thing that I also want to touch on that kind of came to my mind, because, I mean, Ryan and I, we're both you know, Christians. We're definitely not part of any other religions. And even though the members of this band, they have those Armenian roots, which more might lead to more other religions that are different from Christianity, I even though we kind to give our own perspectives on, on what we believe i hope that it doesn't come up when i'm giving that because when i said you know when i was giving that analogy of you know when a baby is born they're innocent in in christianity that you know it's called a lot of christ i hope i don't seem up a little bit biased and i'm trying to hope that we're trying to keep a little bit of a i guess 
middle stance in that one. I just know a little bit more about, you know, my personal beliefs in as a Christian than necessarily maybe somebody from the Middle East or Armenia or something like that, because I don't know if the band members are Christians or they or they have a different religion or, or not. But I think it's important to note that I really like, you know, this band and, and their songs because I feel like it gives us a different perspective to think about what would other people think about this circumstance because a lot of people in one religion or, or other might have their own views of how you no know, suicide is and what's going to happen to them in the afterlife if they believe in the afterlife or if they believe that that's just it and the, uh, everything's black afterwards. And I hope that we can that we can think about all the different, I guess, different ways that how people believe and live their lives and that we can try and be more understanding, not just on, you know, when it comes to depression, mental health and suicide, but also on a religious level or a political level that we can, instead of just trying to bash each other, that we could try and understand each other more. Because honestly, I think that's a big reason why there are so many people who go out and commit heinous crimes, because I feel like they're just not understood because people are just so caught up in their own ways of how they think because of the way that they were raised, the culture that, that they were in and where they went to school and how they worshipped. And I think that the world could be a better place if we were just to take a moment to step back and try to think, well, why did they do that? What is their personal beliefs? Because I know lots of people in the U.S. today, you know, they, they don't like you know, the Middle East because there's a small portion that are very radical Islamists who are terrorists and they want death to America. And so they're like, oh, I have a hard time accepting other people of that religion because I mean, I served as a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm very much a Christian, but I also taught people of many other different religions too. I mean, there was this one guy that I met and he was a very devout Muslim, but yet he, here he was, he was, he had, <laughs> he loved to hold a gun on his holster. You know, he had a, you know, a, a permit to do that and he loved America, but here he is. He also, you know, practiced Islam and he worshiped that way, but then he was still very devout patriotic all-american which i thought was very kind of interesting with how the middle east and of course the u.s are kind of butting heads right now in the geopolitical spectrum yeah those are those are some really deep words and some deep thoughts and i'm, I'm glad that you brought it up because yeah we, we're trying to talk about it without really tainting things with you know how we grew up because we grew up here in the west and i you know we do feel like there is a lot of middle eastern culture when it comes to this band yeah we we think that it is a different kind of perspective of looking at things and in a way it's kind of eye-opening and i think the system of a down in the band members would actually really like the fact that you look at it that way nick because i think that's as a band kind of what they're trying to represent and what they're trying to give to their listeners so yeah and going back to the song a little bit this song also came at a time where music was changing a lot and we we talked about that in our new metal episode and the reason we chose to talk about it was because it pulls from all of these different things you know you've got this new metal song that brought a different type of sound to the table of music you've got these band members that have a diverse cultural background and a it may be even a diverse religious background We're, we're not really sure But yeah, so they're pulling from all of these different things and they find a way to make it work and be very cohesive and and just this, they, they made an amazing song. And it really shows 
the good side of new metal and how you could create something very meaningful. And it, that's one of the reasons that I think new metal is kind of an underrated subgenre of music that influenced a lot in what we listen to today. Yeah, I agree that new metal is definitely a genre that it has a lot of deep subjects and topics when it comes to songwriting. And then, of course, there's others that, that weren't so much. But when you find gems like Chop Suey by System of a Down, there's so much that, that new metal really has to offer. So if you haven't heard this song by them, go and check it out. It's really great. And it's got a catchy, catchy beat. And then, you know, it's very fast in the verse. And then it's very melodic during the chorus. And overall, just a really great song with a really great message, I think, about understanding others, about mental health, and also cultural and political and all kinds of different spectrums about, you know, how we need to try and understand each other and, and not necessarily judge each other. But thanks so much for listening to us, guys. I hope this was an interesting episode for you. I know we had fun talking about it and researching it. And let us know what you think. Well, what do you guys think that this song, you know, no mentions about that we didn't really cover? Or what does this song mean to you? We would love to hear from you guys. You can you know, reach out to us and we'll try and reach out back to you if we can. And yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, one thing that we really would like you guys to do if you're listening to this, um, if you leave us a voice message in the Anchor app, you know, we can post it in a future episode. We we would love some feedback there that we can incorporate into, you know, future podcast episodes and stuff like that. Plus, we just like hearing your voices. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, to end things off here, uh, let's let's leave you with some lyrics like we normally do. Actually, one more thing before we do that, um, just wanted to let you guys know what we'll be talking about next time on the show um we're going to be doing the origins of rock and roll so we're going to get a little bit into uh like chuck berry and the beatles uh and just kind of give you guys a brief background i think it will be fun but yeah so as for the lyrics we're going to go with hey ryan what are you doing this weekend yeah man i'm hanging out with mckay we're going to take a look at his latest engravings and talk about giveaways for i engrave stuff Oh yeah, that's awesome. Especially about those giveaways. And you know, I was on the internet the other day and I saw these ads for these other engraving services and man, their prices are expensive. Yeah, man. A lot of those other engraving companies will charge you up the wazoo for things. But I've noticed that McKay's company, they have items that are priced very reasonably, making it affordable, especially this year, to get a personalized and really impactful gift. Get your parents something that is heartfelt with your signature, or you can even do a letter in your own handwriting on something. Oh yeah, that's right. And you can even send a scan of your handwriting on a letter and they can engrave it onto a sign, a bottle, or whatever you can think of. The possibilities are endless with them. Yeah. And right now, if you're in the checkout area, you can type in TP10 in all caps in the promo code box and you'll get an extra 10% off. A gift from us. Go to iengravestuff.com today. Aerials by System of a Down, because we figured we've already talked most about the lyrics for, for Chop Suey, but here's another one we feel like kind of fits in about having that open-mindedness. Anyway, so it's Aerials by System of a Down. It starts off with, Life is a waterfall. We're one in the river, and one again after the fall. Swimming through the void, we hear the word. We lose ourselves, but we find it all. Because we are the ones that want to play, always want to go, but you never want to stay. And we are the ones that want to choose, always want to play, but you never want to lose. Aerials in the sky, when you lose small mind, you free your life. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>